The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. There was a scholar of the law who stood up to test Jesus and said, Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? He said in reply, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your being, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. He replied to him, You have answered correctly. Do this, and you will live. But because he wished to justify himself, he said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, A man fell victim to robbers as he went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. They stripped and beat him and went off, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down that road, but when he saw him, he passed by on the opposite side. Likewise, a Levite came to the place, and when he saw him, he passed by on the opposite side. But a Samaritan traveler who came upon him was moved with compassion at the sight. He approached the victim, poured oil and wine over his wounds, and bandaged them. Then he lifted him up on his own animal, took him to an inn, and cared for him. The next day he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper with the instruction, Take care of him. If you spend more than what I have given you, I shall repay you on my way back. Which of these three, in your opinion, was neighbor to the robber's victim? He answered, The one who treated him with mercy. Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. What must I do to inherit eternal life? This may not sound like a strange question to any of us, but in a pre-industrial society, there weren't a lot of people around who had portable wealth. And a rich uncle, whose good graces I wanted to get into in order to be written to his will, really wasn't a thing that existed. There weren't a lot of people who wrote long, complicated wills apportioning their belongings to one individual or another. Inheritance was part of a family patrimony. Most every business was a family business. Families had trades and enterprises that spanned generations. And a parent usually a father would teach his sons a trade, would pass on to him all of the knowledge that he had learned and acquired so that his sons, his children, would have a way to continue the family trade, to support themselves, and to allow the family to flourish and grow. Passing on this knowledge and this wealth from generation to generation so that it was greater than any single generation is what allowed families to flourish and grow. 
And so inheritance was less about what you did to earn approval, to get a stake in someone's estate, than about who you were. You had inheritance because you were a child of your parents, because you were a member of that family. If there was anything that you had to do to inherit, it was to learn the trait of your family. It was to become proficient in the skill that your family practiced, to guard those secrets, if there were any, and become good at your trade. Three months after the exodus from Egypt, Moses and the people of Israel arrived at Mount Sinai. And the very first thing the Lord said to Moses at Mount Sinai was, I have chosen this people to be my own special possession. A special possession is something that's part of an inheritance. He'd chosen Israel to be his own gift to the world. That just as things are passed down from family members to allow families to flourish and grow, God was doing something special with Israel to allow the world to flourish and grow. Part of that special thing was the law that he revealed at Mount Sinai. Ten commandments. Ten short, simple commandments that contained everything they needed to know to keep the law of the moral life, to be like God. That was their job for their inheritance. to learn to keep the commandments in order to be like their father, the God who had adopted them. The short form of the commandments that we have in the gospel, such as today, it's very short. (laughs) Love God and love your neighbor. Sometimes it's the shortest things and the simplest that are the hardest to put into practice. And C.S. Lewis, always quotable, was known to have said, the contrary of love is not hatred, but indifference. If you've ever been in a place or had a job where people were really passionate about what they were doing, people brought passion for their, not just their job, but for the people. A huge number of rules isn't so necessary. Indifference is something that makes rules and additional laws and regulations more necessary. Ergo, one of my communities, we had the milk rule. And this came about one day when someone absentmindedly left out the milk walked away, and everyone else who came through the kitchen that day ostensibly saw the milk and left it there. So after sitting out all day during the summer in a hot kitchen, we had a spoiled jug of milk 
which as you may know, smells rather nasty and is hard to dispose of. So because we ended up with that, we also got the milk rule, where it was decided, if you see it sitting out, put it back in the fridge. Don't write it off as someone else's problem, because then the milk spoils for everyone. Cultivating this attitude, what can I do for my family, for my friends, for my coworkers, for strangers, even the annoying ones, the ones I find repulsive personally, that I don't get along with? What can I do for them other than say that somebody else's problem? It's not my problem. Exercising that charity is part of my inheritance. Because to have an inheritance with God, I have to learn God's business and his trade. God's business is that he never, ever says, I see someone else's problem. I'm going to leave it and walk away. And to have an inheritance with him, I need to learn how to do that. I need to learn the charity of concern for those close to me, and those further away in the small things and being ready for those big things, the big needs that come, to say, I can help. I can do something. I know what God does, and I'm willing to go do likewise. Likewise.